Let's get right to it, Hebra. We have we have something powerful today, very very strong. Let's get right to it. It's it's crucial, and you're all gonna hate me. So you're gonna love me, but you're gonna hate me, and then you're gonna love me. Uh, the month continues. Month of Shvat continues to be sponsored by uh, the Pollocks, the Lindish Mashman Ben Moshe, Tzivin Mordechai, and Shir Rachma Basrev Alter Nasanata, and for the Zivuk for Daniel Chana Basar Libi. And the Lui Nishma Sarabas Moshe Vachaya, in honor also in honor of Dalia or Lev's 50th Ali anniversary. And the Lui Nishma's Pina Bas Yisrael Berifkov, Yaakov Yisrael Ben Yisachar. I also want to just give a big, big, big uh, shout out and, and really, Baruch, uh, you were right. Um, and a big shout out to, uh, my sister sent me the, the stats of the Chaver that learned with us in the countries that people are learning with us. And, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like okay, Israel, America, Canada. It was, it was a lot of different countries, and uh, it warms the heart. And, and everyone that's learning with us online, we do feel like you're part of this chabura. Subscribe, join, tune in more. It's all available. This is all. This is not meant to just be for us sitting here in Efrat. It's meant to be for the whole world. So Ashrechem, and I get a lot of koyach from everyone's, everyone's comments, and everyone's feedback. We are gonna. We are gonna. Today, see the next level of the Tikkun Medina based on Nefesh Ruach Neshama, Chaya and Yechida. Right now we're on Daf Lamed Zayin. We already covered the first one, the first level of, the, of how we're experiencing the Tikkun of the Medina through Nefesh. And the first thing that Rav Ginsburg taught us is that one must have the ability to recognize in front of them when there seems to be a zilzul ba'achai, <coughs> When there seems to be a zilzul in archea yahadut, when there seems to be that basic concepts in Yiddishkeit are mizalzelim bahem, which means they are the, the right word was like um, belittled and not taken into consideration. Israel, how would you say zilzul in English? Mizal mizalzel, or mizalzel ba? Disgraced. Disgraced. Yeah, busha like. Not taken, not taken seriously at all, but lahefech. Not just not taken seriously. To cheapen, very good. So Rav Ginsburg taught us that the most important thing is to realize, to recognize that darkness, and not lefached, not to have fear from the fact that it exists. Rather, look at those things as indicators, indicators to something. And to be able to do this in a way without fear and anxiety, when you notice the darkness that's in front of you, if you do it like that, then despair and sadness won't be the results of taking a look at that darkness. See what happens to us, Chevra. Open your hearts. This is like more heart stuff than head stuff right now. So quite often I ignore, I choose to ignore certain blemishes that I know are right in front of me because I'm under the assumption that when I look at them, they're just going to make me sad and make me feel like I'm full of despair. That happens quite often. And with a lot of things in our life, we don't choose to look at them because I, I know that I need to look at it, but what will happen to me? I'll go into Yehush, I'll go into Atzvus. Look inside of you or outside? Well, both. But, but it is really, this is usually with, in me, same thing, same thing on the outside. Like, happens to me quite often that like, I know sometimes <laughs> that if I go and hang out with someone, if... Those days don't really happen that often, like hanging out with someone, right? But if it happens to be somehow, I spend time with someone. Yeah. But I already know that what I'm going to see, certain things are going to really make me, you know, uncomfortable. Then what happens to me if I don't address, if I, if I do it from a place of fear, I'm already like in sadness and despair. But if I realize that what Hashem is exposing me to, there's an akuda of or in there that I'm supposed to extract from it then the way that I look at it, I'm not looking at it with fear. And last week, the shir that we were speaking about was that so much of our identity here is fear-driven. We were speaking about this a lot. Pachad, behala, anxiety, tension. That's not the way to look at, approach anything in life. Bifrat, when it comes to the thing that needs the, that needs the most level of really, of, of, of tikkunim, of fixings. Listen, in our marriages, everyone should have Everyone that needs a zivug should find their zivug, and anyone that found their zivug okay. should realize they have their zivug and what that what that means to them in life. But there's so many areas in life we in our in our marriages we're like, 
אני מת... whatever, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna look that way. Why? Because if I look too close at what that is, it'll just bring fear into the bigger picture of like, oh my God, is this really my life? Is this really what I have? But if I'm able to realize that Hashem puts in front of me, whatever Hashem puts in front of me, there's a kernel of light in there, then I can look at what I'm trying to usually avoid. I'm, I could look at it, בלי פחד, without פחד. Now, when we look at Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, בפרט, when we look at the leadership of Eretz Yisrael and Am Yisrael, sometimes you, just, you don't want to look. You just don't want to look. It's, it's too, yesterday I was saying an interview about the former head of the Shabak, who then became one of the heads of one of the political parties, who admitted that he lied from the beginning of his professional career about ever doing the army. He never did the army. But he's been saying for 47 years that he was in Sanchanim and Shiryon. And the interviewer was, was speaking about the fact, like, wow, how'd you be able to, you know, hold on to that? Exactly. Meaning those things could put fear in me and be like, how could this person that lied about his... He never went to the army, but he had amazing stories, even in his autobiography, about how he broke his leg, so he told... He was never in the army, and he ended up being the head of the Shabbat. You gotta respect that. So, <laughs> that, that's what the, the interviewer was like, wow, how did you hold that's on to... That's why he's the end of the Shabbat. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the whole point, he's alive. That's the life. So, so why don't I look at that? Because I look at that too much in the face. I'm like, is anything here real? Is anything here real? Is there any good, is anything here really happening? You know, is anything here? These things can put fear into, into a person. Mamash, uh, infuse it, put, put, a, put a certain, put a certain pachad in us. That, he said, is the beginning of the Tikkun Medina on the level of Nefesh. Now, but the level of Ruach, this is something else. And this is going to relate very much to something that, happened this, something that happened this week. So, let's look inside. Randaf Lamed Zayin, the second paragraph. Are there any extra copies here of the pages? There's over there, no? By Yeshua? You have two? Oh, you have one. You have one. That extra? Okay. Uh, it's very important to see this inside. Also, there's a footnote here that we have to see. So if you put, uh, I'll tell you where to, where, where, when to look at it. But there's a very, you okay? Okay. I hope so. Aleinu lehavin. Aleinu lehavin. Sheha'afela shebachutz meshakefet et achoshech apnimi shebanu. Hamitbate beikar begaiva. This is very important. We must understand that the external darkness that we're surrounded by is reflection, is a reflection of the inner darkness that we have, which is, what is where does the inner darkness usually express itself? Through gaiva. Gaiva, pride. HaTorah metaeret et bitui hagaiva mesukenet bapasuk kochi veotsem yadi asali et achayel aze. Like, like, um, how the, how the Tanakh, in the Tanakh, no, it's not the Tanakh, the Pasha is Dvarim. It's Sefer Dvarim. A person that comes to the conclusion of it's my strength that provide, that did for me this thing, is one of the most dangerous, dangerous places a person can get to when it comes to dvi- anything, but especially when it comes to dealing with Dvarim Shemikdusha and attributing the success to yourself and to your manpower. Now, in a nutshell, that really describes a lot of what's been happening here from the beginning. You have people at very high levels, high rankings, that no one ever, no one ever showed them how it may seem like it's your strength, but it's your strength only because Hashem gave you the strength to be so victorious and so godly and so tuned into you know, Jewish destiny and everything. But... That it's me and my work, my avoida. Look what I did. Look what I conquered. Is one of the most dangerous klipas that we have. This this inyan of gaiva. Only because the gift of God we have merited such amazing, wondrous accomplishments. Shebiskifat esegim eidu lemaase enosh v'tach belutav. 
Mastira et gilui or Hashem. What conceals the revelation of the light of God? That it is man's power and strength and wisdom that brought it about. Ve'achra'it mimeila al kol ha'choshech ve'aroa shemisviveinu shemekoram be'esterze. So Rav Ginsberg is putting us to the challenge right now. He's saying, when you look out and you see darkness, you have to first understand it's a reflection of what's going on inside of you. What generally causes darkness to be in, to, to exist in the greatest of ways? Gaiva. Pride. Not holy pride. Unholy pride. Now, if you look in the back of the Sefer right now, it's on Daf... It's on, it's on Daf... Um, Kuf Mem Aleph. There's a, if you see the footnote there, there's, I'll read it outside for those that don't have the Sefer. And if, however, there's already two people that asked me for Morris Farm. If anyone else wants another Sefer, because we'll be with this for a while, like, there's no Indian to not have this Sefer. It's 40 shekel, and if you can't afford it, text me and don't worry, we'll cover it. But whoever wants a Sefer, let me know. Okay? It's, it's, there's an Indian. It's good. Because the footnotes, it's just hard for me to keep on doing all the different photocopies. I'm trying to keep up with it, but the Chevron and the Shul are like, you go through toner like it's no one's business. It's like, Baruch Hashem, it's good problems to have, but tell me if you want to say for B'Kitzer. Kuf Mem Aleph, you see on the, the footnote, Ot Chav Bet, footnote 22. Parshas told us Tavshin The Babacher Rebbe. In Parshas told us Tavshin Lamedalid, that's that's November 1973. He says like this, This this consciousness of Gaiva, of its look what we did, it actually seals shut the eyes of the leaders of the Tzibur. This shutting of the eyes that happens to the leaders of our generation, which comes from the, from the awareness of, from the consciousness of, it's me, look what I did, it also brings to the notion of that the political talk and the, and the tikshorti, even in the media, all talk, What's ne'edar from it? What's missing from it? All the huge revelations of saying thank you to Hashem. For all the revealed miracles, all the huge miracles that Hashem has done and does for us in all of our wars and in our existence on a daily basis. Gaiva basically is not just that it's a, it's a yucky trait, but that it conceals, it covers over what, what needs to be heard more than anything. What needs to be heard more than anything, even right now in Gaza? The Nisim Beniflos that are happening. If we stop for a second. Uh, oh, I, Toby brought someone to this, someone, someone incredible, <coughs> to the office this last week. Have you guys, have you guys heard of this guy, Shai Kala? It's crazy. He came to the office on, on Monday, no, on Wednesday or something. A very special guy, very special guy. He came with someone. And the guy said, I'm so excited right now. I said, why are you so excited? He's like, I am collecting all of the absolute craziest, hugest miracles that are taking place in Gaza right now that we just don't have Kaelin to focus on because we're still so much in our pain and trauma about what happened. But what we really don't understand are the Nisim Veniflos that are taking, taking place every single second there. She came to me with something similar. So there's so much going on right now that... Because of kochi ve'otzem yadi, which brings us to gaiva, meaning, look what I did, it is me and my strength. Paro's the master of that. Li yoriva sit v'sitani. Paro's the master of this. This is all coming from the dark side. Gaiva is generally the thing, is the indicator that what I see outside, the darkness that I see outside, Rav Ginsburg says, it's really a reflection of what's going on, the choshech that's happening inside of me, which is generated by gaiva, by, humi- by non, a lack of humility. Now, he continues here. There's a very important nekuda to get to. Yediyat ha-machala hi refua. We always know that. Knowing what the illness is only half, is, is, you could say only, is halfway to getting to the healing. Kshanu matzlichim leagdir et ha-choli betoch tchumo, 
אנו מכינים בכך מקום לאור המרפא. When we're able to identify and to define what the illness is in its area, what we're able to do at that point is to provide a space for healing light. ככל שגוברת בתוכנו המודעות לכך שהשם הוא המניע את המציאות, the more that we have inside of us the awareness and consciousness that it is God that is driving the reality that we see before us, and only through Hashem's might and strength can we be victorious in all of our efforts, those sparks of light begin to infiltrate into our reality. מעט מעט מתעוררת בנו התקווה שסוף כל סוף המציאות כולה תומתק ותואר. Slowly, slowly, little by little, there's some kind of a תקווה, there's some kind of hope that awakens within us that at the end, the whole reality will be that all bitterness will be sweetened to light. הנפש מתחילה לחוש את התגשמות הנבואה. העם ההולכים בחושך ראו אור גדול. יושבי בארץ צלמוות אור נוגה עליהם. This is from Yeshaya Navi. He says over here a beautiful thing. This pasuk is amazing. Look what the pasuk says. העם ההולכים בחושך, the nation that's walking in darkness, ראו אור גדול. They see a great light. It doesn't say they got out of the darkness. It says while they're in a place of darkness, they see a great light. יושבי בארץ צלמוות אור נגה עליהם. I can be in a place where I realize that my gaiva has prevented me from allowing light to enter into me, but just the fact that I know that already brings me tremendous light in my life. Do you understand? Not so much? Space for it. Yeah. It makes space, exactly, it provides space. It gives space for it. The opposite, though, is horrible. The opposite is when I think I have to continue, kechol amim. which is what? Strong, 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 physical strength, smarts, I'll outsmart the enemy, and eventually I'll get there. God in the picture? Not sure. If God... If someone wants to have a God attack and say it's about Hashem, that's great, but that's not the pulse. That's, that's not the pulse. And we still see, we still see, and please forgive me for saying this, is that we still, even though we're seeing less of it, But there's still this voice of Leman Ha'am U Leman Ha'medina. That's what people fight for. Leman Ha'am U Leman Ha'medina. For the sake of the nation, for the sake of the people. But you could say those two statements when you're fighting any war on behalf of any nation or any country. And it would, it would still be Shaykh. Listen, and in, I don't want to say names of, of, of whatever, there's so many... places I could choose right now that I would say, I don't want to say names of like Tamadika places, but like, I don't know, what's like a nice neutral country right now then? Switzerland. Switzerland? Okay, how, okay, a Swiss soldier goes to fight for the Swiss, I don't know, whatever, for the, 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 the sake of the restoration of all the holy cheese or whatever, chocolates <laughs> in the world, right? And I'm fighting this Leman Ha'am or Leman Ha'medina. So those words make sense also there, right? But to be able to say, Leman Ha'aretz, Leman Ha'medina, Uleman Shmo Be'ahava, that's all it is. Benachem Kat showed me yesterday, uh, and I saw it on Yaakov Ehrlich's also. His, uh, everyone's having like, these, you know, these patches on, like Beit HaMikdash, and now some of the Chavar walking around with Leman Shmo Be'ahava. To me... That's the victory. No, that's, that's the victory. That's everything. Everybody that I give it to rips off their army one, throws it away, and puts this on. Because that's, that's a Jewish army. That's a Jewish army. The other one is this nationalistic slash Israeli army that is still looking for its zehut, its identity. Our identity is actually, Bemet al-pi chasidus, anava. Anava, humility, is the only way for the light, consciousness of light To begin to find its way inside. But it's very, very hard for that to go into a society that has removed that to a certain extent from the consciousness of how we've been so victorious, especially in the early years. But let's admit it. How victorious have we actually been in the last 50 years? 
We grew up on this fact, like, look at us, these giborim, there's no army like this. How victorious have we really been since we started thinking too much about ourselves? 1948, 67, there was no... It was so me'ala no one could think about themselves too much. The gilui or Hashem behind it was so bright. But ever since, like the Rebbe was saying in 1973, that I remove the talk about being a godly, miraculous nature of being, from that moment, what ends up happening? Chasima, it's atima, sealed, shut, darkness. Gaiva does not allow the light of what's truly happening to play any, play any kind of role in my mind and in my life. So you're all thinking now about... Chilonim. But we already spoke about that the most painful thing for me, watching the conference that you guys were at on Sunday night, was the fact that there was like one main word that wasn't mentioned or spoken about. Hashem. And that makes me more dangerous about the current situation than anything that's happening from the left. Because if and you spoke about this when you were at the what was it, like two like two or three weeks ago at the sovereignty conference you brought it up. A big tzaddik came into I was also in the Baruch Hashem been blessed to have a lot of really amazing people coming in and out lately. A big tzaddik came in here Monday, and definitely believes in you know Eretz Yisrael Shlema and all of that hundred percent. And he said, Oh, and otpam. He said, they missed it again. They missed the chance again. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, the conference that was on Sunday. He said, they missed it again. I said, why? He's like, because when you speak about the real things in life with godly consciousness, it's contagious. When you speak about it with humility, it's contagious. It spreads through more than just the same, more or less the same migzar. How do you say migzar? Demographic. Demographic, yeah. And he said, it still is just, even though it's the right ratzon, but we still, again, haven't, haven't experienced to be able to share the besora of what we know to be the emet in a way that will really infiltrate into the rest of the am. So now if I plug maybe a word besides Hashem, a word that's missing from the description of what the energy of these events should be, what should be the word? Anava. How do you now share this besora that the Am wants to go back and resettle Gaza and wants to change over all the mishagas that's going on in this country for so long? If you continue with the way that it's been until now, ah, that didn't prevent the Hitnat Kut, that didn't prevent Oslo, that didn't prevent all these horrific things happening in this, in this country. But if you really want to have a chance for it to really be a besora for the whole country, and my last thought, you have to have the Baal Shem Tov as part of the Ruach that's leading it. You have to have Anava. Anava doesn't mean, bless you, Anava doesn't mean we don't know anything, we don't know anything. Uh, we hope that what we're saying may be right, may be true, maybe we're wrong. It's not that. You could say things with utter conviction, but when they come from a place of humility, what you're doing is you're bringing in more of the Am. And if our Inyan is to be able to create a buzz slash critical mass that's more than just a migzar, a demographic, which is what's needed, because look at the tension that's been happening between demographics. It brought about how many elections in the last few years? Four, Four right? four different elections, and it's going to continue to bring another and many more elections like this. You have to conquer the Am. You think, I know, you think that after what happened in Simchas Torah, 95% of the Am would probably be with you at rallies like this. It's shocking that it isn't, but it's not. Because the soul, the soul of the Am is waiting for Ruach a greater spirit. Not a louder spirit. A humble spirit. That's what it's waiting for. So, when I looked at this tzaddik that said to me these words, it really, for me, was like very eye-opening. Very mind-altering and very eye-opening. 
and even pushes me more to feel that the way to do what's needed must be through penius avodah nefesh. It's got to be from consciousness and awareness in the soul of humbling ourselves and saying what we think should happen. Of course, we, we don't we don't don't lead balbel. No one's confused about how what should happen down there, but no one has still admitted that they still don't know how to get what's really needed, which is the am to be behind that which we know to be the truth. So what good is it going to be if we keep on knowing the right thing, what to do, without conquering the spirit of the Am, which is more than just a few thousand right-wing, you know, right-wing religious Jews. That's still not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to tilt, the, it won't tilt it yet. I'm sorry, you me. No, you well, don't represent the... Right? When he was getting out of the, out of the, out of the Nile, he was supposed to stand over him. Right, and there's no room to have another, the theoretical sense of another then. By paro. By paro, exactly. I think that that's an important uh, distinction to make. That anava isn't like we have a Western sense of what anava means, but that's not what it is. But it's, a good, it's good what you're about saying. Us, it's not about us. Then we can actually stand up to America and to the West and to the world. Because we have anava, it gives us the strength to actually be really strong, because it's not about us. Very good. But, but as long as it's about us, I have to take into consideration all the different paros of the world. Yeah. It's very good what you're saying. Yeah. How do you reconcile yeah. that anava with the, the, the onus of Torah, the onus of who we are in the world? Like, that, that's... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I do too, and it's a very... It, I struggle with that also. It's a very big, important point, what you're saying. You hear what you really what he brought up? Like, there's a, what happens here, like, I'm, I'm, listen, that's why it's the heart, it's probably the hardest midah to truly conquer, and it's, in it's emes. And it's emes, like, mamash emet lamito. You got, this is stuff you have to, it, it, you'll never just understand this rationally or logically, intellectually. This is stuff you have to daven over and cry over. Cry over. We're, we're, we're the best, we're, everything that we have is, is on the genius level. We know that, right? This is, I think... No, but he's a given out of Torah. Yeah. Right. From the yeah, Torah. From the Torah. Everything about us, all of our... We're just here to transmit it. It's not from us, so we're just transmitting Yeah, but do you know how fast, you know how easy it is to... One kind of leveling and the filtering gets lost, and it becomes about you so fast? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you have any such tefillahs. Such tefillah, doesn't just mean... Make sure I don't see a beautiful woman that may give me bad thoughts. Nisayon means, also, don't let me get lost while I'm on the journey of a holy journey of doing righteous things and get lost for a second into forgetting that it's not me. That's a, that's a much harder Nisayon. Much harder Nisayon. To see something I shouldn't see is not such a Nisayon, because when I do it, I feel bad, I know it's wrong. It's not such a test. To forget while I'm in the, through the Gionut of the Torah hopefully operating and conducting myself to get lost over there is much, 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 much harder like to detect. Exam- Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, please, like yeah. A good, exam- good example is sometimes Gaiva is the shortcut to like making something happen faster or stronger. I, I am, I'm sorry, I just, I can't hear. He's right next to me and I can't hear. Yeah. I'm saying sometimes Gaiva is the shortcut to making something happen faster and stronger when you bring your ego into it. Mamash. Sometimes you're Mamash. able to force something towards someone else or force someone else when you, when you promote, when you push your ego forward. We could, there's a lot of, there's a lot of examples based on that that we could see, but I think that it's important for us to be able to come before Hashem right now in front of ourselves and say, Look, in this room, I don't have to. I don't think anyone has to be convinced that we have to wipe out the enemy. Is there, there's no no one's confused about that. We're also not confused in this room about the fact that wiping out the enemy does not just mean militants that we're actually killing and raping and beheading. It's much more than that. And today, when people are showing footage of of uh, Yishmaelim that are saying, down with the Hamas, we, look what you've done to us. That same, like we said on Monday, it's clear to us that same Hever would have paraded over our dead bodies if they could. <coughs> There's no confusion about that. There's no confusion about, amongst the critical mass regarding the enemy and regarding the settlement of the land. There's no confusion there. 
But what's lacking from there, from that whole world? Where is it? How do I share that besora with the world? How do I, in what name do I speak about that? Because if it just continues to be very convinced people that are very dedicated and committed, we're still going to be traveling as a separated people. Now, it doesn't mean that I need to absorb all the... Anava doesn't mean, let me take in everything that he says and all these warped and godless godless ideas about the Zionist entity. Anava is, I'm sure I have what to learn from... The, that's not what it means either. Anava means in this context is that I detect the darkness, see that it's coming from within, and do adavinta Hashem, let me make space for the light that exists by all the people surrounding me, inside of me, by removing my gaiva, removing my ego, and operating only out of humility. Can you imagine if we were able to share that which we know to be completely true, and emet, and, and right, and just, but in the name of what it would sound like if it came out with anava? Can you imagine what that conference would have sounded like if the guy is getting up? Why do you have to get up on stage and start screaming things that everyone agrees with you on? I didn't understand it. Everyone, every single person in that room agrees with you. Who are you screaming to? Who are you screaming to? Everyone agrees. In that room, everyone agreed with each other. At all these gatherings, everyone already agrees in those places. It's going to take more than that to, to conquer the heart of the people, which is much more than just the people that think like you already. The way we conquer it is through anava amitit, anava tehora, like real, real, pure, clean humility, where you don't have to scream, you don't have to raise your voice. You know exactly what needs to be done, and there's no confusion about that. But the way that you convey that message is with so much anava, so much humility. The people that have been most mashpiing in our lives weren't people that screamed at us or told their told us their truth with a finger in our face. It was their contagious love and humility that really went into our kishkas, that really did it. The leader that has to scream, there are times where he has to scream when he already has his own flock, and they're already with him, and they're just not getting the messages. They're under the assumption they get the message. But right now, we don't have that critical mass. It may seem like it at a Sunday night in Yerushalayim, but it's, it's, it's much bigger. The critical mass that he's speaking about is much, much, much larger, and it can only be reached through if we understand what it means to have anava in a process like this, which is, listen, we're talking about very complicated things. It's very, very hard. It's very easy to have anava when you're like in a... Or like, if you're talking about like, okay, you should have anava when you're an artist or a musician. And remember, be humble. It's always about Hashem that gave you the talents and don't let it get to you. But when you're in war and your physicality, you're so immersed, fully immersed in what you're doing. And you're working yourself like crazy physically through Olam Agashmi. And remembering Dafka at those moments, it's only because Hashem gave you this, it's much harder. We're speaking about a very hard thing to, to accomplish. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to address this fellow asked, like, like, the Jews, we are smart and brilliant and an army and the technology and the Torah. And the, so what do we do then? So the next pasuk actually gives the answer. You're going to say in your heart, my strength and my power made me this success. And then it says, Ah, Hashem Elohecha. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the anava. Not to say, like, no, I'm not smart, I'm not a genius. It's like, no, I'm Marta You should say, you should know, I'm Israel is blessed. We're brilliant and we're strong and we're brave. But who gave us the brilliance? Who gave us the koach? Who gave... Just to remember, that is the essence of anava. Not to diminish ourselves, to recognize. To even say it. We are amazing, but Hashem is the one that made us amazing. Yaniv, this is so connected to what we learned yesterday, the Madhim. We have a Harusa in Mikhtav Mileo from Rav Dessler, and he was speaking exactly about this regarding a person, how they could look at Teva and Metzius, the different types of people that look at nature, how they experience any financial success in their life, or how they don't. And it's just, it just it's two different worlds. 
Okay, now let's let's go weiter. Let's look ahead. There's, uh, there's something. Yeah. Continue. yeah. If we all believe, Kolman, Kolma de Rahamana Avid Letava Avid, yeah. there's no problem. Mm-hmm. Just take the Gaava, take everything. If we have to believe in that. Nahon, Nahon, Ari. Can you give like one or two examples of what should have been said at that like conference that, that just happened on Sunday? <coughs> I, I think the greatest example I can give is that I would get up on stage and say, I actually don't know what really needs to be said here. That's how I would start. Also, tefillah. There was not one tefillah. I would cry to heal him. I, I don't, you know. I, I would, I would, I would stand, for instance, science of I'd probably say the words like, like 20 times. That's what I would. That's probably how I would start. You see, the the logical, rational mind always needs information to, in order to decipher whether what they're in for is right or wrong. But the soul doesn't need words. The soul actually needs to hear a nigun of of of. I don't know. Meaning, I don't. I know. I want this to happen, but I have no idea, Hashem, how to how to figure this all out. And as long as the tzibur that is representing Dvar Hashem thinks that they have it fixed, while they see that most of the Am is not with them, it's scary. And it's, in my humble, humble opinion, what you want, what, that, what this Hevra wants, what we want, of course we believe it's true and it's MS and, and, and it has to be. It has to be. It has to be. They can't be here. It has to be. They can't be here. Ifsha. But if I'm just a das yachid that ends up screaming that the rest of my life, then when the fact that I know, what does my knowledge do for me? Nothing. Look at the second Tabanan paragraph. Kama meduyak teura How exact is the description of this reality? He's saying from within this spiritual darkness that we exist in, where Gaiva is patrolling everything, we find ourselves sitting in a country where the tzel of Mavis, where the shadow of death, hovers over. There's murder, there's murder waiting on every street corner. Listen, there's three more shiva homes today. One, one beautiful person, my age, five children, freaked the daylights out of me. From Kfar Etzion, his parents live in Migdal Oz. Was killed yesterday. But forget about just there, because that's a war zone. Isn't it? it we, we're so accustomed to it. But do you realize how crazy the reality that we live in? That we've just accepted the fact that there's murder all around us? It's insane that we've accepted it. What kind of darkness could lead a person to accepting that this exists? I got it under control. We know what you don't know. But the Prophet, but he says like this, but the Prophet tells us before when we saw the Pasuk Ha'ama Ochim B'choshech, he's saying, I could still be in a place where the, where, the, where the terror is still around me, and I haven't wiped everything out, and I haven't fixed it all. But if I make space inside of me to realize all my atzlachas are only from Hashem, and maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about, that's the moment you begin to see a way to truly bring light to the situation and not this cycle of insanity. Only an insane people would agree to live like we're living. Where does this insanity come from? Like the next pasuk that Jeremy quoted. Forgetting. Forgetting that. If just a little bit of light is able to abolish and expel a little bit of darkness, can you imagine how much more light can expel more and more darkness? 
So it's beautiful. We're dancing in Binyanei Oman, but it's, it's a candle. It's just a candle. It needs to be... Can, can you imagine if the whole... If the whole country was filled with emesdik, a holy Jewish pride, Jewish pride that remembers that it's only Hashem that gave them any schut or koach to be able to, to function on any single level, on anything. What a light, what light we'd be talking about. It'd be a different story. Be Yeah. 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 Why? What was, and what was the notion? What was the, what was the tone of it? Yeah, a lot. You, you mentioned it yesterday. It was a similar tone. Like, there's Hatufim still in Aza, and you're dancing, and you're singing, and you're talking about going and destroying everything. It was just like a, a, right. a lot of this but, but you know what? and resentment. If they heard the Anava vibe from it, they would have been so happy that people are dancing to the words of Dui Hashem Yeshuvun. They're looking at it from the outside because it wasn't presented from the inside. It was presented from the outside. But if you present something from the inside, the same exact things could have taken place, but it would have made a different Roshem on them. I think that's what you were saying before. When, someone, when Ari asked you what you would say, I don't think it would matter what you say. If it comes from a place of another, it'll, it'll, it'll impact. Yeah. 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 Right. It, it, it will. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look it'll at get me. Myself. Exactly. Exactly. Much what you say. How many times have we been? Yeah, even 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 more than how you say it. Yeah, that's what David's saying. Meaning, like exactly how you say what you say. Meaning, from what place you 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 take, you get what you say. But this this piece of Tikuna Medina, you know, this is not the way that most people are comfortable with, because they're saying no. The whole place is on fire. This whole world. Is just has Bashut lost its mind, and in order to balance it out, you got to lose your mind completely on the other side. Like the Rambam speaks about balancing, right? About Derech Mutsa, eventually getting to the Derech Mutsa. So, I think maybe the whole world has lost its mind with pride. They've idealized pride. Now there's parades. It's like made in a, a, an Erech Yom. Correct, but I'll challenge you right now. That's great. I see that darkness. What is, based on what Rav Ginsburg is saying, I'm supposed to do with that inf- information. You're pointing a finger. I'm, I'm calling you out because I love you. You understand. And I know you don't care. So, so you're, you're, you're pointing a finger at something that none of us are under the assumption is holy. You see? It's 100% true what you said. Great. What do, where do I go now? That means he has Gaiva in him if he saw that... Uh... I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking right now. Where do I do it? What do I do with this? What, what do I do with that piece of truth? What you just said. Like like uh, like Prager. Like Dennis Prager says, you raped the word rape. You. Exactly. Which is what progressive Nachon. It's a star Shabbatoch Astara. I'm saying what, what has to become more important to us is that that shouldn't be the way things are in Eretz Kodesh, as opposed to making sure everyone knows that they're Tami. Do you see the, the distance between the two? I, I want to just. I want to. I want to. This want to clarify it. I say this thing. The same thing about myself. When I say something that's ugly, and that's wrong, and everything, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm so wrong. 
I'm so off, but Rav Ginsburg is saying the ability to transform that darkness into light can only be a realistic thing in my life if I go inside right away and I don't keep focusing on looking at what's out there. That's Klau by the Baal Shem HaKadosh. That has to be the way. How do I do that? By being an Anav and removing Gaiva, thinking that I've cracked the code as to what's the best way to live as a Jew. That there's something in me. It's not exactly the... It's, he said it's a Yishtakfut, it's a reflection of something. But I can only even find out what that is in me if, I, if I'm able to remove from all the Kochiva, the energy that goes on in my life. And maybe it's there somewhere else. And then, the way I speak about Hashem, the way I speak about Eretz Yisrael will be so contagious, so beautifully contagious from place of Anava, more than half of the things that I look outside of me that are dark will crumble. Will crumble. It'll just, it won't even be, it won't even be a, a war. It won't even be a war. Could it be yeah. that, that, that we're supposed to be giving bracha? Meaning, I, sometimes I feel like a lot of the hatred and resentment that's facing Am Yisrael is from a deep place of subconscious resentment against us that we're not giving bracha to the world, that we're not blessing them. Because when you don't bless someone, it's from a place of fear and reactivity. But what, the ultimate proactivity is to bless people, to find that goodness within them and elevate that Of course. So how does that change my my avodat nefesh? Tikuna Medina. That um, maybe okay. You know what? I'm plugging you back into Turk, Ari. This is good because maybe I would start off the conference maybe by saying Ribanoshalam. It's through us and the brachas that are through us that the whole world is supposed to be blessed. The world is gone to the monkeys. The not even the monkeys. The world has lost its brain. In order for your whole world, your whole creation to be healthy again, we need to feel that, we need to see a great light of, of blessing us with Chochmah Bina Vadat and Tvuna like never before. Leman Shmo Be'ahava. Even our enemies, we should be giving bracha to them. Doesn't mean we don't fight them. To the death. But a bracha to them could be that their tikkun is to be killed, like yeah. we spoke about. Nachon, whatever. No, but we can still have a tefillah and a bracha that we, we should be able to get them to the level where we're able to. No. Uh, no, only after we mama shech them. There's an, not... there's an Indian to stay alive. I've been having this conversation with a lot of people. Believe me, I'm not. I, no, <laughs> you're the last person I know, but I'm saying is like, you. there's one prerequisite <laughs> to do any of this work, and that is to stay physically alive in order to do any of this. But the ultimate goal has to con- always be in my consciousness. That's such an anavdika statement, you know? Yeah, Eli. I have a feeling that the, 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 the soldiers are going to come back and be the ones to have the anivas to teach and talk to us about this. And I bless us with Kalim to humble ourselves before their experience yeah, and, and, and their realization. About us who are already somewhat clean, I'm talking about the Kaisa. Amen. Listen, Rav Sasson has a very important shir I'm going to send out to everyone. And it's talking about understanding the gvura of a chayal that's willing to walk into fire. What happens to a person that consciously chooses to do such a thing? When you walk, when you choose to walk into fire, you stop being an individual person. You become a neshama klalit. Because you're walking into the fire, not for one person. You're walking into fire, into harm's way, for a klal, for, for everyone. Now once you've, got, once you've done that, and when you're, when you're killed, you're killed a kiddush Hashem, your neshama goes to the highest place in, in Shemaim. But when you do that and you stay alive, you're, you're a transformed person. Your, your, your mitzias is a completely different mitzias. It is dafka, those neshamas that subconsciously or consciously have chosen to do that, that they need to be around the most anavdika Yiddishkeit in the world because they're also prone to go to the place of kochi ve'osim yadi asali in the greatest way as well. That's how we have generations of political leadership of people that were high in the army, that did a lot of these things, that weren't out, weren't surrounded by any pnimiyazdika, anavdika Yiddishkeit, 
so they went to the side of Kochi Ve'otzim Yadi and ended up, those same people ended up giving back parts of Eretz Yisrael and bringing in those Amalek Accords and changing the whole reality because they weren't around Yidin, Yidin that can speak about the light of Hashem in a completely mevutal way. So I, I agree with the potential of what you're saying. But I think it's even more of us to surround ourselves with these giborim, with Hakar Satov, like Baruch Hashem we're very good at, and, and uh, infinite Hakar Satov. And for them to look at us, with the Chavr that maybe don't look like us, or don't look at us, for them to look at us with, the, with wondrous eyes of Einod Milvado, we are just, we're, we're, in, we're, we're in awe before the moment that we're, that we're standing before. And with those chayalim that became neshamot klaliot by going into the fire, keep on going mala mala, that'll be the greatest tikkun on, on, on so many levels in this country. So many levels. Understand, they became already neshama klaliot. They were, they were willing to go into the fire. The question is, what are they surrounded with afterwards? Are they surrounded by, okay, now that you experienced that, Come and join us. We're the we're, we're the we're the smart ones that have been holding on to the truth the whole time. You won't get anybody. You'll actually push people more to the other side, and they may end up being the heads of the shabak. <laughs> you understand? Not if they actually serve. Oh, so actually they won't because they were in the army, right? <laughs> of course. I of course. I was there's such a there's such a taiva to say I told you so. You hear that? You hear what Ari just said? It is so, and this is really a gut check to us, Chavra. There's such a taiva to say, I told you so. And that has to be uprooted in its source, in its root. Are 100% sure that it needs to be uprooted? The taiva to say, I told you so? Because I'm getting the taiva, and there feels like there's some kadusha in it, because it's not about the I part of it. He's being real, he's being real. Go do his bodhidus, but go ask Hashem. I'll just tell you, the, I envision, I have the video of me being carried out, right? And saying, why are thousands of people in Am Yisrael, we haven't said I told you so because it's, it's rude and it's unpleasant, but you're about to do, we're doing it again. We saw, this is what led to this, we're doing it again. Will it change anything? Probably not. So there you have your answer. Or will even your holy ego feel a bit better? Yeah, I know. It's hard truth. <laughs> That was a great exercise. <laughs> we're on our way. Shukayach, everybody.